Welcome to Random Mania! It's a podcast where we select a WrestleMania match at random and then we talk about it. That's right, old wrestling! Old wrestling! Old wrestling! My name is Brad. Welcome to the show. Joining me this week. More delayed every time. I try. I know, and it's going to mess up my edit too. Joining me this week, as always, my brother Matt. What's up? Hello. Hello, Bradley. Uh, it's good to see your face and hear your voice on this lovely weekend. Uh, um, this is going to be weird. This is a weird one. Yeah, we got one this week. We had to select one at random from the last episode. What match was it, Matt? Well, we got match number 203 from WrestleMania XX, also called WrestleMania 20, held on March 14, 2004 at Madison Square Garden in the heart of Manhattan in New York City, New York. In front of 20,000 people, even. It's the weirdest thing every time. WrestleMania 20. It is Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Stone Cold Steve Austin is your special guest referee. Uh, yeah. Talk about marquee matchups. My goodness. Dude, like, on paper, man, this is, like, massive. Mm-hmm. It, is, it was, you know, a couple years ago, and 2004, holy crap. Like, this is something that you're kind of, like, anxious and pumped up to see. Yeah, a little dream matchy. You go, of course... Goldberg been around a year at this point, so we'd seen a lot. The excitement of uh, the debut of of Goldberg in WWE was, you know, worn off at this point, probably at least a little bit. But it never really wears off. Goldberg is, um, uh, you know, he's Goldberg. Everybody loves Goldberg. You know, he's some people only watch for Goldberg. I have a coworker that only watches anything if Goldberg is on. That's it. So. Yeah, he's one of those dudes. I mean, he's the WCW creation, right? And like, if you were into the Attitude Era, era stuff and you watched any WCW, it's NWO and Goldberg are what you know. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Goldberg sticks with some of that age group of people. But I guess there's some probably newer fans, too, that remember his run from the last six or seven years. Really got a little taste of it and they're into him, too. But, yeah, you're talking about Goldberg. Um, he only had a one-year deal with WWE, and this is the end of his deal. He debuted the night after WrestleMania 19, jumped the rock, um... And Goldberg's here for a year, and I think it's his last match with WWE, so there's a little bit of question mark there on what they're going to do with the whole Brock thing, but... So I wasn't watching wrestling at the time. I came into WrestleMania 20, Timmy Rundstrom's house, can't have too many people, the floor is going to collapse, you got to bring this guy back home. Uh, anyway, WrestleMania 20... Uh, everybody knew that this was these two guys were leaving, and that maybe not wouldn't have happened ten years prior. You know what I'm saying? That wouldn't have been something that would be common knowledge. So it's sort of a, so, a yeah, you're right. The new age of wrestling. So to get some context, yeah, like the internet wrestling community is like the most vocal group, and they're kind of like what AEW is designed for, and what Triple H has been catering to a little bit over the past few months, right? Kind of bring the fans back in a little bit, right? Get those workers that everybody likes that work in Japan and Mexico and shit, but. 20, we'll go 2004, you know what I mean? So we're talking 19 years ago here. It was still kind of budding. Like, there was definitely stuff on the internet and different things, but I don't know if I read dirt sheets. I, you know, there was no push to my phone that somebody got released or that news hurt, you know what I mean, like I get today. But I think it, the, the Brock thing's a little different, right? The Brock thing's different than the Goldberg thing, because Goldberg yeah. only had a one-year deal, and everybody knew that. The Brock thing, so, so some context on Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar signs with WWE in the year 2000. He's, you know, amateur wrestler in Minnesota, and he's killing everybody there. He signs in 2000. Debuts on main roster in 02, I think right after that mania, too, somewhere, or like, it's in March of 02, so it's somewhere around that WrestleMania. I just don't know if it was like the week before or like the night after thing. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. So, he's a couple years, couple world title runs, 
And it brings us here to 2004, and it leaks about a week before WrestleMania that he's going to leave to go try his hand at the NFL. Right. So um, people were pissed. And then that blew up and got pissed. Because I think everybody pretty much figured, too, and from even from the standpoint of the internet wrestling fan, like you just assume Brock's going to go over because Goldberg's leaving. Right. And then... Now Brock's leaving. What the fuck are we doing? Also, who gives a shit? So I guess we'll talk about that. Why the who gives a shit thing in a minute? I want to go back to Goldberg really quick. Goldberg did have a uh, world championship run here in WWE. The, like the you know not the WWE title but the world title. The big gold he had belt. A run. Yeah. The big gold belt. He had an 84 day run in the fall of uh, 03. Do you know who he beat for that title? Like Undertaker probably. Triple H. Triple H. Triple H. Okay. Just for further notice, one of you nuts is hanging out of your shorts. You got a big hole. Who beat him back for the title? Oh, okay. Four days later, yeah. But, um, yeah, man. I, I, I don't want to jump right into the match yet because I feel like there's some other stuff we could talk about, like just how we got here. Well, yeah. How the matches were made in the first place. So, Brock's champ in, in summer of 2003. Like, when Goldberg is world champ, Brock is WWE champ. Right, exactly. Brock was champ for do you, know, a, do you know who he was champ for a, for a number of months from September 03 until February 04 which we'll also talk about do you know who he beat for the title uh that wasn't when he no because he beat the rock the year on 02 or something so I don't um Kurt Angle Kurt Angle in an Iron Man match that happened on Smackdown weird I remember it it's a great match yeah. it's got commercial cuts in it which is a little bit bummer but it's pretty awesome yeah. So if you ever feel like going to watch an Iron Man match you never saw, uh, it's pretty bomb. So yeah, these two haven't really had any actions with the WWE. We'll cut to Survivor Series 2003, and there's a promo backstage with Brock. And this is when Brock was actually talking and doing promos too. So he's talking about he's the best and nobody can beat him. I'm the best. And then who walks in and says, hi, Goldberg, nice to meet you. And that's kind of how it starts. You just kind of go, hmm, that would be fun. I could handle that. That would be cool. Yeah, I think it was leading up to the Royal Rumble. They were asking uh, Goldberg was going to be thirty, number 30 in the entrant in the Rumble. And Lesnar's like, do you think anybody really gives a crap what Bill Goldberg is coming in in the Royal Rumble? I'm the one who's, who's everyone cares about, that sort of thing. So at the Royal Rumble, uh, 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 Lesnar attacked Goldberg? No, in the Rumble right. match, yes. Yeah, so Lesnar had a match. He defended the title against Hardcore Holly. Remember, that was Hardcore Holly's comeback after the broken neck thing. So yeah. he beats Hardcore Holly, and then uh, that's when the, there's the promo, like they're talking to Brock after the match, and they're like, what do you think about Goldberg being number 30? He's like, Goldberg? Who cares about Goldberg? Did you see what I just did out there? And Because that seed had been planted at Survivor Series, and then we have another one here at the Rumble. Brock shows up in the Rumble match and at fives Goldberg during the match, which then leads to Kurt Angle eliminating Goldberg from the Royal Rumble. So... The next night on Raw, Goldberg demands that Brock Lesnar come out and they face each other. Remember, Lesnar's champ. So, we're like, oh, is this going to be like a title match? Like, these guys are not even on the same shows. One's Raw, one's SmackDown. That's a thing, too, by the way. Brock's uh, on SmackDown and and Goldberg's on Raw. So, what I saw there, what I watched, was Goldberg came out and had a a quick match against somebody. Slips my mind exactly who at this moment, but after he got into the camera's face and he goes, "I don't care about what, which brand you're on, Brock Lesnar, your ass is next." But he just did okay. it to the camera. He screamed it in the camera. He didn't say camera. it in a microphone. Yeah, gotcha. So I was like, "All right, well, then there you go. There's that." So that was before No Way Out, right? Because then No Way Out, 
You talk so about that. OIO. Yeah, before an OIO. Yeah, so, uh, so like, yeah, Austin, so, that's weird. This is the weirdest part of the angle to me, that Austin will just be like, hey, Bill Goldberg, we're going to have no way out in San Francisco. You want to come and sit in the front row and, and see the action, I guess? I don't really get it. It says, don't do anything I wouldn't do, which implies go ahead and do whatever the hell you want, basically. Yeah, I think he's kind of like, it's like an invite. Because didn't Vince like, already shoot down like there's going to be no match? Oh, I don't know. That happened after this. At some point, Vince is shooting it down and saying there's not going to be a match. I actually might come later. But I think this was like just Austin, babyface Austin, trying to be helpful to the babyface Goldberg. And I think that's how he's trying to like maybe, I don't know. Anyway, it jump starts it because Goldberg shows up obviously at No Way Out in the front row. And earlier in the card, Heyman cuts a promo and then there's a whole brouhaha. And then cut to the Eddie Guerrero versus Brock Lesnar title match. Goldberg gets involved, spears Goldberg. Frog splash from Eddie Guerrero in one of the greatest moments in wrestling when Eddie Guerrero beats Brock. It's fantastic. Look at the crowd. Holy crap. So he actually, he I watched it. I went and watched it today because I was oh, you did? part of my research. Yeah. Um, so Goldberg comes out. There's a referee down, right? Uh, Brian Hebner gets knocked Brian down. Uh, and uh, Goldberg comes out and spears him. But Eddie, re- you know, recovers, gets the pin, but it's not how it ends. He does a few more things before he hits the frog splash and it pins him. But uh, it still affected the outcome, obviously. So Okay, good. Well, I'm glad Eddie got... I couldn't remember if Eddie got more offense in there or not, too, or if there was... I don't know if he used the belt and did some lie cheating and stealing, he, too. I wasn't he, sure. He did. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, so... Yeah, because uh, the belt was brought in. Lesnar was going to use the belt, but... Uh, yeah, anyway, that's when Goldberg came out. So, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's good. So, Eddie's champ. Great WWE moment. One of the best awesome. highlights of all time. Hope we get it on uh, No Way Out. Random, random Way Out. Random no Way Out. Random. <laughs> random Way Out. No, no, no Random Way. <laughs> we'll get that one. Hopefully we get that one right I'm away. I'm sorry. And, I'm totally dead. Did, random Way did Out that, is the answer. Did that, did that hit you? Yes. Did that get you? Well, well, hopefully we get it. We don't know. And then... Uh, Cuts a raw after, and now I think is when they're like Vince is like we're not gonna do this, and Austin comes out and he's like bullshit, we're gonna have this match. I'm the sheriff. He's the sheriff. Four wheeler, four wheelers and stuff. And but during this whole thing, like Brock, Brock's beating up Austin a couple times, and like that's the whole thing, and maybe that's what leads to like the ticket thing. But like I know Goldberg. Well, let's Goldberg, but Brock was jumping Austin a couple different times, and they like stole his four wheeler and shit. Yeah, he jumped him because he knew that he set up Goldberg to attack him. Like he, he put oh, that, so that was after Noel. He's like, you set up this situation to happen. This is your fault. So right. That, he attacked him, and they had some fisticuffs. He stole his four wheeler, like you said. He comes back to the SmackDown before WrestleMania. That's kind of the big moment on SmackDown where uh, the whole roster is like blocking Steve Austin's path to the ring, and they all just get the fuck out of his way. And uh, he goes down, and there's an altercation between them two, and he gets his uh, four-wheeler back, and they drink beers and stuff, and it's a good time on SmackDown. So, that's, that's it's weird, because, like, so, I think they're already ready. The wrestlers in the aisle way on the clip? <laughs> I did. I, that's quickly, you know, just like Billy you know, Gunn Billy or something. Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Gunn, there's, there's like, a, one of the Bashams, or both of the Bashams are in there. There's, like, an Orlando Jordan sighting. There's, like, a Jamie Noble thing. It's, yeah. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. 2004, Rico. I'm like, God, Lord, yeah. we got we got to work on this roster. And Daddy Ass still going, what the hell, 19 years ago. Hey, Jesus. HGH is a hell of a drug. Um, so, uh... <laughs> hey, his kids are great. Yes, they are. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so that leads us to me. And the saving grace of this whole thing, and perhaps they, no, they wouldn't have known about the Lesnar thing beforehand, unless they did, but there's that Stone Cold Steve Austin is involved, right? That's the whole thing that saves this whole program 
This whole match. Yeah. This oh, whole can you imagine without it? Without yeah. Austin being out there, oh man, we're in trouble. Yeah. I mean, they're in trouble anyway, but yeah. at least Austin can do something and, I don't know, take the focus away. Oh, I even wrote, I just realized I wrote down here that it was on February 23rd that Vince makes the match, actually, with uh, Steve Austin as the ref. Yeah. So, there we go, February 23rd. And, and then the week before Mania, yeah, that's when word got out that Lesnar was leaving, so like... What do you do? What do you do? Well, what do you do? We get to Mania. We're here. 20,000 exactly fans cheering their heads off. <laughs> Great video package, by the Great way. Great video at the package. Start of this thing, too. I mean, everything we just told you, yeah. with you know a little more detail, but or a little less detail with that video package beginning of the match will pretty much get you everything you need to know. Um, yeah. Well, when I went back to do a little video research on episodes like Raw, SmackDowns, and pay-per-views leading up to this... All of it was in the pre-match. Like, all of it was in the pre-match video. And I was like, okay, great. Well, I missed nothing. And they put everything. Good. So, anyway. Um, so, yeah. It was a very good video package. You're right. Um, I believe... Uh, doesn't Stone Cold come out first? Stone Cold's out first. We're, like, right in the middle of the card here, yes, too. Yes, smack that. You know, we're... Yeah, I don't know if it's an equal amount either way, but we're, we're pretty right in the middle. I mean, I think one of the four-way tag matches is after this, and I forget what's right before it. Yeah, I don't either. This was also, let's remember, this was promoted as an interpromotional match. Yeah. Which there were three of on this event, uh, and that's kind of what they were doing at the time. They were really going with the separation of Ron SmackDown, which they go back and forth with that, right? It's like waves. Well, at least two of those interpromotional matches are high-quality, entertaining matches. Yeah. You know, this one and the and the tag Rob Patties match. Sure. A real slobber knocker. I brought the slobber. Slobber, and they, I heard that comment too. And they brought that, and King Jer cuts them off. Cuts them off. Good job, guys. Yeah, it's like they almost like they planned it. So, yeah, Austin's all first on the four wheeler, just flying down the ramp. Yeah. Like, gonna murder if he, those brakes fail, and he's gonna get murdered. Then he's just flying around the ring. And it was nice to hear Howard Finkel's voice announcing Stone Cold Steve Austin. Agreed. Yep. It was nice. And this was sort of the theme, too, because this is where it all begins again. So there was a lot of references, like the Fink was there. He hadn't been around too much, but the Fink was there, and yep. there was a they, 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 there was an effort to make this a big deal, and it was a big deal. It was, unfortunately, the main event kind of made the whole thing. Uh, you can't watch, you can't reference it too much because you don't want people going back and watching WrestleMania twenty. Anyway, uh, so Stone Cold comes out, <laughs> yeah, middle fingers up, uh, doing all of his Stone Cold stuff. It's good to see him. I don't know what that music was. He had a little uh, beginning thing before the glass broke. So I don't know what was going on with the music then. It must be the Sheriff Steve Austin music. You know, what the hell? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know what the stupid... Probably on one of those stupid uncaged albums. Yeah. There's 14 versions of that fucking entrance music. <laughs> Put Almost as many as The Undertaker. I think he's got 31. Anyway. So next uh, out is Lesnar. Lesnar comes... Lesnar's out, yep. Yeah. And he's always just black trunks. Looking young. Uh, he does, his music hits and it was in this point I was like well it's kind of weird to hear Howard Finkel announce Brock Lesnar I don't know it's just kind of like you realize how much time kind of how much he, uh, his career has encompassed at this point and you're like yeah it's been 20 years almost of, uh, of Brock Lesnar when you don't realize yeah, it I mean he debuted no 2 it's 2023 like Holy we're shit. 20 people plus you know what I'm saying yeah. it's t- almost 21 so 
Uh, I was like, I thought it was weird. There was no pyro for Brock right away when he came yes. out. But then when he jumped up on the apron, that's when that pyro thing went off. And I went, oh yeah, because I wrote down no pyro. Wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. So because he always does that flex, it goes ba boom, you know. But that didn't happen. The jump up on the apron of the four posts is always a good spot, and it's uh, used a lot in promos for him. You know, uh, it looks cool. <laughs> it just looks cool, you know. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, I, by the way, I still love, love Brock's music then, love Brock's music now. Agreed. Same. Yeah, what the hell. Um, are they booing him right away? Yeah, they are. It's not crazy, though, but you can hear it. I, yeah, uh, I th- I, 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 my my memory recall wanted me to believe that he did get booed immediately when it came out, but the playback on Peacock seemed it was a bit muted. Yeah, agreed. So I th- I remember I remember the reaction being more prominent in the ring, and that's what it was. That's what I experienced this time too. So definitely, but yeah, I feel like there maybe it's just my mind bringing it up because I know they're going to boo like crazy. Spoiler alert! But I feel like there was booze too. Yeah, Goldberg, the long fucking walk. He's out yeah, next, coming all which the way is, from the locker room, which isn't terrible because you got that same camera shot for like Hogan at one. Right when he's coming out, they did the dot walk down the hallway for him too. So Goldberg got in that same hallway. I thought that was fun. Um, That's a good point, man. But you know, Goldberg had the big he headbutts the door before he comes out every time like an idiot. So he's got this big mark on his forehead. Didn't make himself bleed yet. That was later. Um, what an idiot. Anyway, what no offense. Yeah, it comes out. It gets up, comes out, and the sparks are flying up. Also stupid. Just breathing that shit in. Just stupid. Yeah. Uh, and then go everybody chanting Goldberg, yet no one chanting Goldberg. Yeah, there may have been. There may, but then again, it ended pretty quickly. WCW style when they were in Canada. Do you remember that when they were in Canada and he was wrestling Bret Hart, and the Goldberg chants were like loud, loud, and then as soon as they stopped, he was just being booed mercilessly because they were in Canada against Bret Hart. And it was all Bret. Yeah, yeah, it was one of the best things ever. I gotta find that. I think it's just a Goldberg trope now. They just pipe it in. Although, I don't know if they do that too much recently. They probably do. Let's be honest. They probably do. Why not? Just, just be, better be safe than sorry. But, uh, uh, yeah. So, he's they're, they're in the ring. And uh, ding, ding, ding. And they stand there. And the crowd kind of builds a little bit. And they just kind of stand there. And they look at each other. Oh, there's a funny moment where Goldberg's doing his... Ah! stuff and Leslie goes ah, like mocks him I don't know if you saw yeah, that, that was pretty, I thought that was pretty funny yeah uh, the first prominent chant that I hear is you sold out correct which makes no sense but it's a very wrestling thing and I haven't heard it in a while yeah. it's yeah you know you were in ECW arena and a guy was going to WCW or WWF and people knew about it they would chant you sold out because you would sell out by going to make more money the big ones yeah this isn't selling out well, this is straight quitting, so it's tough. But there, so Brock thought, didn't make Brock Brock didn't make the money then that he makes now with WWE. So you know, maybe going to the NFL was a path to more more dough. I'm not sure. Maybe that's how he looked at it. You know, he wasn't making the eight million bucks here he makes now to work true. half the time. So I, do know, I don't know, but it's a wrestling thing. It's definitely a wrestling thing. Now, I think the next cha- I'm gonna I'll bring up the next champ, but I got a big point that I want to bring up. So I think the next thing we start hearing is the hey 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 goodbye. Song. Yes. Yep. L- loud and clear. Definite WWE, which Vince loves apparently. I guess Vince loves the na 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 hey 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 goodbye song. Oh, that's that's why it was so damn prominent on Raw, like in the nineties. Man, you'd hear it all the time. Yeah. Um, Batista you know, got it I too. Feel like I, yeah, he did. I feel like they could have saved themselves so much pain and agony if they had just went at it like bulls. Uh huh. It's almost bell like- ring, bell ring, collide, 
brawl, beat the shit out of each other, four minutes, let's go home. Yeah. End it. Time time done. Like, what the fuck, dude? So I almost feel like it was uh, by design that they were doing this shit then. Don't you think? Like, to build the heat, to build the heat, probably. But, I mean, it ruins the match, though. It does. You know you're in the garden, and you know the fans there know what's going on. Yeah. JR mentions it, that the rumors, there's certainly rumors about Brock Lesnar leaving WWE to pursue a career in the National Football League. They had, so they knew. They had you, to acknowledge you know this it, garden, you, Like, Garden, Chicago, Philly, like, these places are going to boo because they know this shit's going on. So you need to fucking end this shit. Save their ass. There's no reason this needed to be a 13-minute match. Mm-mm. It's fucking ridiculous. They just stand there and do nothing forever. And then when they finally do something, it is the most dumb, boring, pointless, piece-of-shit match I've ever seen. Fuck this match. I... What the fuck? Yep, that's pretty much a good synopsis, a good uh, summary of the match. There is a solid two minutes of collar and elbow tie-ups to start it. I mean, and just a, a hammerlock. There's like a hammerlock yeah. twice. That like these are you're not telling what like you a... want from Lesnar. And no, I think they fixed it there in 2016, which we'll talk about. That's how it should have been in 2004. Yeah. I, I, I I feel like it's somebody backstage because I don't blame Brock or Goldberg or Austin for this. It's none of their faults. It's it's whoever was the agent or Vince or Pritchard or somebody. They should have had the foresight. Michael Hayes, whoever the fuck it is, to know that this is not going to go well, let's get him out of there. Because you made him look like fools. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I know Lesnar was angry at the time. I know... Mad. Uh, yeah, Goldberg was um, disgusted and wanted out, but Lesnar was mad. Lesnar was angry at everything. He th- wasn't making as much money as he thought. The schedule was too tough. The, the bullshit he had to deal with, blah, 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 blah. On a day-to-day basis, he was sick and tired and fed up with it, and he was out of there. So, do I blame part of this on him, perhaps? Yeah, probably. I think this was... Well, because that word, I think, had gotten out a little bit, right? I think that word maybe got out, so a little pissed off at him. The Goldberg, I don't think... I mean, I guess if there was a fan favorite in this match, I think there were more cheers for Goldberg than definitely Brock all the way through it. Because at least we knew Goldberg was here for a year, and that was it. And we weren't going to expect much for it. We saw you, we're happy, satisfied, you're gone. The Brock thing came out of nowhere, and you're like... It was Fucking, we were into you, man. I bought your t-shirts. You could, you're going to be a star in this company for fucking 30 years if you want to be, and you want to go play football yeah. that you've never even played before? Fuck you, Brock. Yeah. He's but, out. you know, he's in. It, Brock does Brock does what he wants. That's his thing. I don't know. I just feel like I think that, that they could have helped these guys out and, you know, just have a couple spears, a couple fucking things, a couple stunners, and let's go home. But, like, the crowd is so blatantly not giving a shit that after the na 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 hey, 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 goodbye shit, like... They're chanting for Austin. Yeah, and Austin's loving more it more than once. Yeah, but he has a smirk on his face after the first one, where he just smirks real quick, real, real slight. Yeah, there's also a one where they were just standing out doing anything. Lesnar looked at him and goes, "What the fuck do you want?" or something like that. He said that to, to Goldberg. So like, I was like, "This is this feels real." Yeah, a little tension. A little tension. So well, I, you know, like Goldberg's yelling back at Brock to fuck these people. Yeah. Let's you know, fuck these people. It's me and you. Yeah. I just heard Goldberg very recently on a podcast. I forget whose it was. It was from the summer, so it's a bit a couple months old. But they brought up this match, and he said, "I'm not yelling fuck these people. I'm trying to get Brock to focus on me because Brock's angry and Brock's going to kill me. And if I don't get to Brock and get his attention on me, so we can calm his ass down, I'm going to get murdered." Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said. He's yeah. like, I'm. He's like, I, the crowd can do whatever they want. I don't care. I'm still going to work. But if this dude's so mad that he's taking their anger on them, out on me, I'll never stand a chance. <laughs> yeah, of course. 
Uh, so, yeah, so he's trying to focus. That's why I'm like, eh, Lesnar's the problem in this whole situation, most likely. Um, yeah. But at least he's out there doing the work. Uh, but Stone Cold, like we said, let's get into that because he's out there. That's what saves it. People chanting his name. The match ends the way it ends, whatever. It's like a F5 and he does something and there's like a spear or something. And then... Well, yeah, but even before that. Like, I, I actually think... stopped watching. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that. I So did I. So did I. I went to the kitchen. I, I fucked around in there. I opened up an article to read uh, what Jim Ross was saying about the situation. I was reading an article about how Lesnar called later to complain about his $250,000 payoff. I thought that they were screwing him. And they said that they paid him accurately. I think that was from a JR podcast in December from the article I read. So that was good. Um... I didn't listen to that. But anyway, so that was another aspect of proof that Brock was pissed off at everything. But uh, Stone Cold, uh, you know, gets the beers. and uh, uh, Well, Lesnar flips off the crowd after the match, and he flips off Stone Cold. But we can go back. What do you got? I got before that. So I think so. Hogan's there. Is Hogan there? Hogan must be there. They're chanting to somebody in the skybox, and they're chanting Hogan Mm -hmm. more than once and for a long time. Yeah. So that, that happens too. Crowd's completely out. You also of it. get this match sucks mm. in there. That's true. This match sucks was a great chance. But and they weren't wrong. Yep. I just want to make sure we got those. Yeah. Anyway, Spear Jackhammer. Spear Jackhammer pin. Goldberg wins at thirteen forty eight. Yeah. No reason to wait. Fourteen that. minutes. Fourteen minutes of nothing. It's a snooze fest. It's a waste of time. I'd ra- give one of those four-way tag matches or that cruiserweight gauntlet match on this show. Eight minutes of that. Yeah. Rey Mysterio was right before this, I think. You give him that time. Oh, yeah. it was That's the gauntlet. That was the, the, the that thing. So, um... Yeah. Anyway, Stone Cold. Everyone goes nuts. He drinks the beers. Uh, Goldberg gets in there. So let's talk about this dynamic a little bit, too. In 98, we always talk about the top guy of Stone Cold and, and, and Goldberg on different companies. The, my dream match was always Stone Cold versus Goldberg, and we never got it. But here they are. Yeah. And now here yeah. they are drinking beers together, and it was like, this is kind of a big deal. And he stuns his ass and gets out of there, too. And then Stone Cold, the strongest one, everybody else, goes about their merry way. Um yeah, and that's the end of the segment. They cut right off and go to something else. So it's done. Yeah, it's done. It's gone. We're done with that. They're gone. Fuck those guys. Um, good thing Austin's there. Yeah, like you said, like at least that. It's all oh, man. You got to send him home happy in some way after that one. You know what I mean? You can't just leave, get the Goldberg cheering over Brock and they walk away. Yeah. So stunners to everybody. That helps. It's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, man, a little follow up. So then they are gone. They don't show up on TV again. Uh, Brock does come back in 2012. So, eight years later, uh, and he's been there ever since, pretty much. Yeah. He has only had minor lapses in contracts, where it's been very short, and he resigns, and he's been back. Uh, he'll be at WrestleMania coming up, so we'll get another one for Random Mania. Goldberg uh, doesn't come back, but he does come back in 2016. Yeah, 12 years later. 12 years later, and his first match against anybody is Brock Lesnar at uh, SummerSlam 2016. That would make sense. Yeah. And they did it right, and it was awesome. Yeah, so I guess part of it is that this particular WrestleMania match isn't the finale of the story. It is just part of the story. Um, but as it stands, um, what do you want to rate it? Negative one. Minus one stars, he says. My, minus, minus five. Minus, minus five, five HBKs. Yeah. 
Although, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say zero. Yeah. Only because it's so fucking memorable. Yeah. Isn't it not, though? Uh-huh. Like, when we got this, and the number came up, it was like, holy shit. Yep. And once you see it, you're like, you'll never forget it. I mean, even that night, after watching it that night, it was like, like you could talk about, like, yeah, Benoit won, now the Guerrero match was great, uh, Chavo looked good in his spot, but man, that fucking Goldberg-Lesnar match, wasn't that some shit? Like, you know, like, it, that was that was fucked up, like, that's crazy. I need to go online to find out what the hell everybody's saying about this. You know what I mean? So it is memorable, but I mean, legit Uncle Elmer and Adrian Adonis was more action-packed than this piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I would agree. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna rate it a half in HBK. That was my that was my thought the whole time. It's not it's not a zero because it's there are zeros. They exist. This ain't it. This has got Stone Cold. This has got Goldberg. This has got Lesnar in one of the worst matches ever, but most memorable moments ever. Yeah, okay, half then. Half in HBK because I was entertained at least seeing Stone. I'm never sad. I'm never upset when Stone Cold Steve Austin is on my screen. Man, still so over in 04 too. That crowd. Ape shit. Yeah, he'd only been retired a year, and he'd been on TV, you know, as doing, like, the commissioner and the sheriff role. So, I mean, you know, he was still around. This is still it's the end of the Stone Cold run, but it's, it's, still, it's still very much in the Stone Cold run. So, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, half an HBK just because of the star power and the memories. But... I, I don't... I don't... It's the wrestling match itself is one of the, yeah. one of the worst... Oh. It's just it's just mind boggling to me why they would let them be out there for almost why would they be why fourteen minutes yeah. I just don't understand why that's a good idea yeah. like it's, maybe it's one of those hindsight things that somebody would go yeah that, that was you know Bruce Pritchard podcast being like yeah I wish we'd have done that different I don't know yeah. I don't even know if he was there then yeah. I have no idea it's one of those things where if we get any other match from WrestleMania twenty and it is like shorter than it should be you'd be mad because this match was longer than it should be and that usually doesn't happen. Usually we're happy with like anybody who gets time. It just just wasn't the time to do that. Why would we do it this spot? Like, come on, why are we doing this backwards? Anyway, just drives me freaking insane. But it is memorable, dude. That's that's, that's the craziest part of it. So we got to pick one for next time, unless you want to talk about any more follow up. By the way, these guys do have another WrestleMania match that we could get on this random. They have a match at WrestleMania 33, so that'd be fucked up. Um, I couldn't imagine that. Well, at least it's better. It's much better. I can tell you that right now. Uh, we're going to get our stuff ready, but while we are getting our lists ready, please check us out at Random Mania Podcast on Instagram and Random Mania Podcast on Facebook. Uh, try to keep as active as I can on both of those. You can always find out where to watch the match if I can find it anywhere. You can check it out online or subscribe to Peacock. Get it all that way. Five bucks a month. We're going to pick a match between zero and 388 if we get... Zero, we can pick whatever we want in the WrestleMania Pantheon. It just has to be like day of. You know, we can't pick like the Raw before or something dumb like that. 388 is the max number of matches that have been on main cards of all WrestleManias. Are you ready? I'm ready. 352, that's really high. What if it's Brock and Goldberg? It's not. The, Brock and Goldberg was 317. I, was, I found it. 352. 352? Yeah. Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley. Interesting. Um, is this COVID it's mania? Right, it, it's right after Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. It's right before Otis and Dolph Otis. Ziggler. This so. is COVID mania. Oh, man. Well, WrestleMania 34. No, 37. Um, seven, I meant. Seven. I don't know why I said four. I don't even know who wins this I match. I have no idea. 
Also, did you know that Lashley and Aleister Black had a WrestleMania match? <laughs> no, I did not. This is news to me. <laughs> wow. Well, this is the randomest of randomania. It sure is. I don't even. I don't even know if I can find this match online because most of the matches from that mania never made it to just like their Facebook page. So, uh, no clue. No clue. Who do you think wins? Because I legit had don't have any idea. It's it's got to be Black. Just kind of hit the raw. He's on roster for like a main year, for like it, a year main roster. And like this is Lashley, but like not hurt business or is it not yet? hurt business not, not 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 monster lashley yet so he's not like rolling through people yet so i have he's no clue kind of, like we know we're trying to learn about his sisters and shit real 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 talk who i think wins this match i think alistair black wins this match but... me too if i i feel like i remember but i don't know a fade to black or whatever it's called yeah. i don't have no idea well i'm we'll not losing that's the other thing. I remember not losing for a while, but I remember Lashley didn't catch fire until hurt, hurt business happened, which was in pandemic times. But uh, maybe it's right after this. Yeah. I don't know, but this could have been the start of it too. Could Who be. knows? Maybe this is like three weeks after they start it, and we get a Cedric and and and, and Shelton Benjamin run. And who knows? I have no idea. Hmm. Wow. Well, that's next time. But this one. Na 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 na. Hey, 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 goodbye. That's what we say to this episode. So uh, I want to congratulate Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, <laughs> that is fucking accurate as all hell. And I'm glad that I didn't know that was coming. For saving everyone's ass <laughs> in a weird situation. <laughs> all right, that was great. Uh, you saved the day and made us all entertained once again. Um... Yeah, but unfortunately, Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. I mean, I don't think it even dignifies to fire them. That's how bad this is. All right, Goldberg, best of luck in your future endeavors. Brock Lesnar, you sold out. You sold out.